Hello, all you Bitcoin barons out there. Welcome back to Hatsune Miku's Crack House. This is episode 45 of the show. I'm your host, as always, the Crypto Kingma, same, same Kingma. And joining me is my, my best friend and co-host, Miles J, who is the, uh, the, the court jester of um, Litecoin, of Ethereum. <laughs> The worst part is we've already done the Bitcoin uh, intro, so... Well, the reason... Have I said Bitcoin Baron before? Or have I said something else about buying Bitcoin? You have said something about buying Bitcoin. You oh, said yeah. I had Dogecoin last week. Oh, okay. Okay, I did buy Dogecoin a couple weeks ago. So, I, I bring all this up to say, Miles, I am all fucking in on cryptocurrency. <laughs> This is the most you thing I think you could get into. There is nothing cooler feeling in this world than trading cryptocurrency. There is nothing that makes me feel more in the fucking matrix, in the motherfucking zone, than trading fucking <laughs> trading fucking crypto and buying crypto it's so fucking cool and edgy uh despite it being <laughs> fucking despite it being for the record neither of those things zero they are this is something that is objectively not cool but yeah i feel like a fucking champion dude I have no words. I have no words. Like, this is a new level of King McCore, where every week you come on here and you have some new stupid shit that you're obsessed with. Like, I have the same five things that I'm obsessed with. You are always surprising. You're always coming here with some new dumb bullshit that's funnier than the last time. <laughs> it, it, feel, it feels like a game where you're like, what's the, what's the strangest thing that I can become obsessed with for this week? You know what you, you're like, Sam? You know who you're like? Who am I like? You're like Kramer. Yeah, I fucking love Kramer and really relate to him. I, I deeply fucking relate to the character of, of Kramer and Seinfeld. Yeah, no, where you're always into something weird every week. And I'm like Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> where I'm the least funny part of my own show. <laughs> but you keep it together. Your presence is is needed. Your presence is, is an important part of the experience. You, you know who I am, and, and like this is depressing, but you know who I really am is I am absolutely George Costanza. Yeah, but dude, but like <laughs> fucking George Costanza's great. Oh, he's based as fuck. Like, like he's so fucking good, dude. I, I dude, I as I get older, I appreciate fucking Seinfeld like way like more and more. Because, I've always liked Seinfeld. Yeah. I, it was just one of those things where, like, gr growing up, I knew my dad really liked Seinfeld, but I never, like, grew up watching episodes. I saw a few here and there. Like, we watched the Soup Nazi uh, episode in economics class in high school for some fucking reason. There was so I, I, that, that's one of those that's one of those substitute teacher days. No, it wasn't. Our our, our fucking. My high school econ teacher, my junior, was like, "Yeah, we're gonna watch this because it's something to do with economics." You know, you know what? I had a similar experience in high school where my economics teacher. Do you remember the film Limitless? No. Bradley Cooper and Robert De Niro. 
Bradley Cooper gets a drug that unlocks 100% oh, of his okay. brain. Okay. And he becomes a stock trader. And there's some criminal activity element of it, but I don't quite remember. Either way, he unlocks 100% of his brain. And my teacher was like, we're going to watch it because it features stocks. <laughs> stocks are traded yeah. within the film. Now, I'll. So I'll, it's relevant. I'm going to hit hit y'all one and if you grew up in the states i'm curious to see if if you got hit with this one the lisa needs braces episode of simpsons in history class when you're learning about strikes and or the great depression no we actually watched a bunch of civil rights footage but like but the civil rights movement happened in the like late 50s early 60s Oh, well, we never watched – if you're talking specifically about the Great Depression, because I uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about, like – Strikes. Yeah, like stri- protest. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, workers' strikes. Workers' oh, strikes. No. And, like, unionizing in shit we all learned in fucking history. I learned in U.S. history class when we were learning about the Great Depression because uh, I think that stuff started, like, becoming more and more prevalent around then. It's been a yes, while. Well, and the, yeah, and the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire was a big – turning point honestly based moment in history when all those people died in the fire and it forced people to give workers rights kind of awesome yeah dude i saw like the craziest fucking like little piece of history today where it was a write-up it was like a write-up in the paper about four automobiles versus horses and like and it's some guy trying to make the case Four horses instead of say, hey, instead of spending your fucking money on a shitty automobile and shitty Model T, instead, you should buy one of my horses because it does this, that, and these and those that a fucking car can't do. And it's so fucking interesting that, like, there was a point in time in which horses were being driven and cars were being driven the exact same time. Like, that's crazy, right? It's insane to imagine. The only time you'd see that is in New York when a Clydesdale is is pulling a cart. Clydesdales are giant, and I love them. Yeah, oh, they're beautiful. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Um, Do you have a horse girl in, in school, Sam? This is a very specific thing, a horse girl. My cousin is a horse girl. Uh, my, 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 uh, my cousin Chris, she literally owns fucking horses. <laughs> Does I, she, I, but a horse girl, I think a horse girl doesn't have to have a horse. They just, they have the horse notebook and the horse binder, and and the horse-themed journal. I, so here's the, I, so I know the stereotype you're talking about. Uh, I'm, like, very familiar with it, because it's fucking, because, because typing in horse girl, when I want to see a fucking anime centaur, it, it, like, I, you know, it sucks. It fucking sucks. Sometimes you're, like, trying to, it's like, what's that one anime with that, with the anime, with the cute girl anime centaur? And you're trying to look up horse girl, and, like, it just shows these fucking bitches. These blonde, brunette fucking cowgirl boot-wearing bitches. Um, oh, no, they're not boot-wearing. Like, they, they are, they're braces-wearing. They're, like, seven or eight years old. And they're obsessed with horses because they haven't formed a personality yet. Like these are kids. I'm mocking Sam. I just I want to make it clear. I'm not I'm not mocking a target that is controversial or that that is a, some kind of group that deserves some some critique. I'm mocking children. <laughs> it's just to make it very clear. Uh, but so, but horse like, girls, no, we're a very specific breed. Of, of children. I, I mean, I know the kind of person you're talking about. Do I remember any growing up? God, no. Absolutely not. 
I had nothing but horse girls growing up. I, I, I knew, like, eight horse girls. I remember, like, my my touchstone are, were the guys who were really into fucking skateboarding. <laughs> like, that's those like, guys. That's a, like, a culture, right? I mean, I guess horses... Like, here's the thing. Horse breeding, horse trading, horse riding, that's a culture, right? Yeah. People, horse girls are just people who like the aesthetic, aesthetic of, of the horse. horse. Yeah, they they just like, 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 they just like seeing horses. They just like horses being in their line of sight and having horses on things that don't need to have horses on them. It's like your, it's like your thing with Big Tree. Yeah, right. Where, where Big Tree is not, it's not a fandom, it's not, it's. It's not. It's nothing. It's just something that is aesthetically appealing to you. <laughs> horse girls are people who are obsessed with big horse. Yeah. Where they just like the horses horse. for some reason. If you ask them what they like about horses, I get the feeling they could not answer for you. Uh, they're fast. They just see them. They just see them and they think they're pretty. And and that's fine because horse girls are typically eight, which is which is really funny by the way that they think that because calling someone a horse is like the most hysterically funny insult there is. Oh like, yeah, referring to someone as a fucking horse—it's just like that's so fucking funny. You know what I'm gonna say though? I'm gonna say horses are probably the most fifty-fifty animal comparison. It's fifty-fifty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because calling someone a horse face means they're ugly. Calling someone a horse means that they're kind of whinny or annoying. But saying someone is built like, like a, a horse, horse means that they're strong. Yeah, that's and a positive. And saying they're thing. hung like a horse means they have a huge cock. Yeah. So so it's it's like it's a fifty fifty on on horse being an insult and a compliment. Depends on the context I, used. Just depends on the context used. Well, it's, it's not like if you call someone a monkey. Like, there's no good way to say someone is like a monkey, other than, like, if they're, like, seven and they're energetic. Yeah, right. But, like, if, if you're, like, you're a fucking monkey, it's, like, it means that you think they're stupid. And then, like, there's the, also the racism angle of, like, you know, people calling black people monkeys. Like, that was a, that's a very, very old, classic, retro, we'll, we'll call it a retro. Retro insult, race. dude? Yeah. We'll, we'll call it, we'll call it retro racism, dude. When is retro racism coming back? That's another, what I want. Another ten years, another ten years, dude. That's what let's I get. Let's get it. all the let's get all the classics back. Let's get all the classic insults back. Care to share your favorites? <laughs> <laughs> no, not on this show. <laughs> but what I what I've always been fascinated with, and what I would love to do a deep dive into, is like. What the fuck is up with Roblox? Like, what? Like, I want to know, like, what is it? Because I remember it being around when we were growing up. But I was, like, maybe, like, two or three, like, years too old for it. Uh, so it didn't quite fall on my perimeter. But it looks like everybody who grew up playing it still fucking plays it. And they're still doing crazy shit. And, like, Roblox is, like, no joke. Like, one of the best like, money-making games out there, like, period, in the whole fucking I'm, space. I'm gonna say something very controversial to you, Sam. Oh my god, are you gonna say fucking... What are you gonna say? I'm going to say that if you like trading Bitcoin, 
you would probably get a kick out of Roblox. <laughs> okay. What... I genuinely can see you coming in next week and being like, Miles! Miles Roblox! I got, I got on Roblox. Roblox. And let me tell you something, man. Nothing makes me feel like a stockbroker on Wall Street than going into Roblox. And finding things that people want to trade and seeing, I, I go up to the marketplace, I see what people want. And I'm like, hey, shit, I got that. If I sell that now, I could make big Robux. I can see you coming onto the show, Sam. I can see you coming onto the show and explaining to me why Roblox as an economy is the coolest thing in the world to you. I can see it. It's it, it that that would be uh really fucking a funny turn of events. But but in, in the vein of like those like online games like Roblox, are are you familiar with Habo Hotel at all? <laughs> you know, I wasn't. And and people People started referencing Habo Hotel at it's an coming, age where... It's coming back in, like, a big way. Uh, I'm like, what What do you mean, has-been hotel? Like, that cartoon? Yeah. That yeah. one? You fucking No, Habo Hotel, I guess, was, was, a, was, I guess, something people played as a kid. So, I okay, so I learned about Habo Hotel because Habo Hotel, initially to me, was an inside joke on the Awkward Pause shit podcast that I'm, like, a huge fucking fan of. Um, and that's was my like introduction to it. But then I watched the my introduction to Internet Historian Pools Closed, which is a very famous uh, online Internet event. Go watch that video if you're if you're interested in it. And basically, Habo Hotel, similar setup. Uh, obviously, you have a room in the hotel. You're able to go around. You're able to, you know, put in coins, make money, buy furniture and do like. That kind of online sim shit. You can, like, do work and stuff. But then I watched uh, nine months ago when this video came out. I got recommended this video that's 50 minutes long called How the Teenage Players of Habo Hotel Turn to Financial Crime. And what this video documents is a history of crime in Havo Hotel. Like, <laughs> straight up, like, how scams were performed, the wide variety of scams, like, Havo Hotel's half-assed measures to try to stop it. This video is fucking incredible. It is an incredible video. Um, and just, dude, like... Some of the, dude, some of the shit that happened in Habo Hotel was, like, so crazy. Apparently, someone stole all the Federal Reserve from, like, the Habo Hotel, like, White House or White Floor. <laughs> like, someone, like, got, 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 either got in and they used a fake account to trade the, the money out. Fucking, just insane. In fucking insane. Um, so fucking good. Uh, it's by uh, the channel uh, Trolligark. Please, please watch this fucking video. It is so fucking good. See, I can see you two weeks from now coming here and being like, Miles, so I tried Habo Hotel. Hotel. And let me tell you something. It is funny as makes fuck me to feel... scam the hell out of these 10-year-olds. Nothing makes me feel like the driver from the film Drive by Nicholas Winding Refn released in 2011. 
like pulling off a scam in Habo Hotel. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Miku's Crack House would be the best Seinfeld reboot of all time. <laughs> Truly. It, yeah, it's it's uh, it's us two in the crack house, just fucking booling and hanging out and being fucking menaces to society. Miku is Elaine, of course. Oh yeah, and she's a crack addict, obviously. <laughs> and I'm George, and I I guess we don't have a Seinfeld. I guess it's literally just the George and Kramer show. Yeah, which which would be awesome. Which would be great. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of being George Costanza. I have something to complain about this week. Oh, okay, great. I actually, I don't. Actually, no, I do, but I'm, I'm not gonna do it. I don't think because I have, I have something I'd rather talk about. Okay. What do you want? What would you rather talk about then? So, uh, masculinity is a big, big issue these days. You know, people talk about toxic masculinity. Men yeah. should be allowed to cry, and you know, and and all, all of these things. And, and I, I was one of those people who I felt very good about expanding the definition of masculinity. Okay. And then something made me realize masculinity is fucking awesome. And everyone should try to be as fucking manly and burly and badass as possible. Okay. All right. So did you watch Baki or something? <laughs> no. I played Wario Land 4. Oh, my fucking God. And, and I'm just going to say something, Sam. I think Wario Land 4 might be the most sneaky, masculine game of all time. Okay, then. I'll let Wario is Wario is the coolest character ever. I actually think that Wario is a fucking badass. And no one else on the planet is going to say this. Because Wario in the WarioWare games, he's kind of a pussy. All right? And he's like a slob and he's an asshole. And, um, well, I will say he does, he does embody one very masculine trait. I know you and I are big fans of, which is of course the pursuit of capitalism, baby. Hell yeah, baby. Get that money. Man gets that money by exploiting his workers. Fuck Fuck yes, dude. What a fucking badass. Anyways, but the Wario Land games are a completely different side of it. Cause he's not necessarily silly in those games. He just fucking has like the manliest attacks and like the fucking manliest moves on the manliest fucking way of doing everything, even though he's a fat fuck. Oh, yeah. And, like, dude, and also, like, fucking shout out Wario World. Speaking of, like, the badassery that is fucking Wario. He's performing Wario World straight is up fucked up cool. Yeah, and it's made by fucking Treasure, the greatest studio to ever exist. And it's awesome. And, and what's great about it is that Wario suplexes dinosaurs in the game. What I love about Wario, though, is is that he is such a fucking bastard. Because, like, whenever he finishes a stage, he lets go of the most fucking cool laugh in Wario World, where he's like, Wah-ha-ha-ha-ha! And I'm like, yes, dude, what a fucking badass. Wario's so fucking cool. The fact that his, 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 okay, like, Mario jumps on people, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's fun. Very fun. Wario fucking bum Hackles. rushes them, fucking charges at them with his shoulder. He, like, runs at them with his shoulder, smacks them in the face. Let me tell you something, the shoulder is one of the fucking hardest fucking things you can hit someone with in the, in the, in the face. And he just, and, and, and the other thing that he can do is he can just pick up enemies with one hand and throw them at other enemies to kill them. It's fucking Dude, awesome. Dude, Wario World, Wario, so I haven't, I've only played, like, eight, like, I'm talking less than 15 minutes. Of Wario Land 4 uh, uh, from the 3DS Ambassador program way, way back in the day. 
This game sounds fucking cool, dude. <laughs> Wario is so fucking cool. Oh, and and it's actually it's got sick movement, but I I don't care about I don't care about movement. I know Miles doesn't care about movement. I care about masculinity. God yeah. damn it. I, I don't care. I don't care about the good mechanics. I don't care about the tech, like bunny hopping. I don't care about optimizing my time. Miles doesn't care about any of those things. Never has, never will. I only care about playing as the manliest character I can from now on. And Wario is fucking manly as shit. You know what his fucking idol animation is? What? Him fucking picking his nose? No. You stand still for a while. He just starts fucking lifting fucking dumbbells. Oh, he just lifts yeah. dumbbells in place, and his fucking mouth is steaming, dude. It's steaming. He's fucking working the shit out of his fucking biceps. And 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 before a boss fight, he's fucking benching, dude. He's benching. What a fucking badass. And the coolest part, too, is that all of his moves involve bodily harm to himself in some way. It's fucking badass. If an enemy hits you with a fire attack, all that happens is Wario sets himself on fire and starts charging forward, killing everything in sight so that he can break fire blocks because he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't fucking care that he's on fucking fire. Like, literally, all Mario's power-ups, right? You hit a block, you get a mushroom, you grow big. All right, because it's cool. That's cool. I'll do you one better. Wario fucking commits acts of self-harm to finish fucking puzzles. Can you think of a cooler thing than, than, than people harming themselves? Can you think of anything cooler than that? Like when a character fucking does like a fucking hand slit, pours blood as a, like a blood covenant, that shit's awesome. Wario is out here getting turned into a snowball so that he can roll down a hill and break snow blocks with his face because he didn't give a Fuck! If you hold the R button, he fucking starts charging. Head button fucking flailing his fucking arms behind him. Moving at sonic speeds. He's got my favorite animation type, which is when there's a fucking trail of blue Warios that get more and more translucent behind him to show just how fast he's going. Oh, fuck. Wario is so dude. Dude, you need, to play, cool. you need to play fucking Mega Man X4. X4 does that, and it's fucking awesome. Uh, Castlevania does too, which is great. Uh, oh, yeah. Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night, yeah. It's, it looks great in that game too. Yeah, the the Mega Man one is gorgeous as well, but the Wario one is my favorite. Okay, I, I, fuck man, I might boot this fucking game up. I uh, I just want to start. Oh, I just want to state that uh, Crypto is to Kingma as self harm is to Miles. <laughs> Very true. I encourage self harm. Yeah. To everyone. You heard it here first. This is not financial advice. This is not medical advice. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'll just say this. I mean, obviously I'm, I'm joking about most of what I've said, <laughs> just in case it wasn't obvious. I don't stand, I'm not, I don't stand by most of my statements. The only statement I stand by is that Wario is an is underrated badass. Masculine character. He, he is the most macho masculine character and people don't appreciate Wario enough because they fucking see him in Smash and he's, he's being comical and he's farting and he's lame and he's lame in WarioWare. He's like a goofy asshole in WarioWare. No, Wario Land makes him the most badass motherfucker. And in Wario Land 2 and 3, he is so strong, he physically cannot die in those games. There is no life bar. You cannot die. He just, he just, if, if an enemy hits you, he just, like, takes it. And the enemy just fucking falls on their face if they hit him. It's fucking great. Oh, uh, fuck. Wario's so cool. 
and, and, and I feel like he only gets cooler because, like, Wario World, I think, is the apex of his coolness. Dude, dude like, oh, oh let, let me ask you something right now. When when I say, Miles, what is to you is Wario's fucking theme song? To me, it's that opening fucking stage from Wario World. Like, that is clearly, like, that is the theme I immediately identify with Wario. The Wario theme song for me uh is the wario land 4 title song which by the way is fucking badass as well okay it's like a keyboard kind of song i don't know i don't know what you'd call it it but it's badass and yeah, it's got right? vocals oh really great. on a yeah. gba game they sound terrible which is even better oh, great fu- aesthetic oh fuck yeah dude it's like fuck yes dude i don't know what the fuck you're saying but it's awesome oh man dude the gba is so fucking cool the gba is so fucking cool now i have a confession i actually hated the gba growing up really hated it why yes because and this was such a me problem i used to play it in the car and facing down when i'm in a car makes me feel nauseous okay so i associated game boy games with nausea for years fair enough i mean like fair enough (laughs) and now that i'm sitting at my desk emulating them no i'm just kidding we've 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 advocated for piracy a dozen times on this show yeah but now that i'm emulating them game boy games are fucking tight it and, and it's great because but i will say this and this is a very Miles core issue to have. I am very particular about everything in my life, Sam. All right. It's almost like I have some kind of spectrum in which autism is. <laughs> in which autism it lies. In which autism, yeah. The the land in which spectru- in, in which the spectrum lies. The land in which autism is based. So I want to play emulated games on their proper controllers. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on this. I try. I try to be as accommodating to that as much as possible. But RetroArch doesn't recognize. I have a couple different controllers that okay. I use to sub in for GameCube controllers, right? Or um, Game Boy controllers. Gotcha. <clears throat> because obviously you need L and R. Yeah. But I want it to be a Nintendo controller where I can. That's important to me. Okay. So I ordered two USB SNES controllers. Oh, sick. And okay. Re- and RetroArch is just like, I don't know what the fuck these are. Oh, you might need to- Sorry, bitch. Um, check. So, so like, did the controllers come with, like, a little piece of, uh, like, writing or anything on it? Because some, some of the controllers have, like, special inputs you can put in to switch on, to turn on X input, which would then recognize the, the controller. Uh, I could try. I'll have to take a look again. Because, obviously, if it's an X input, there is a, a SNES controller option. And it recognizes it as an SNES controller. It's just like, yeah, we don't have a configuration for it yet. And I'm like, why don't you use the one that you have Can't for you... the other SNES controllers? Uh, that sounds really weird. Uh, you should be able to just set the buttons manually if it recognizes the in- if it recognizes inputs on the controller. No, it um... doesn't recognize inputs. It's just like, we don't know what this controller is. We don't have a designated, like... Because obviously you go into auto config, right? And you set your controls. It's like, we don't have one for this particular controller. I'm like, okay, it's an SNES controller. They're all the same. Yeah. This is a sol- this is definitely a solvable issue. E- either either the controller needs to be put on XPUT or or there there might there are other options to setting your your controller. Or you might need like a driver update or something. 
Um, Possibly. Yeah. But either way, I've been playing it with a PS4 controller. Okay. It feels good. The PS4 buttons feel great for Wario, for you know, for Wario Land 4. But I'm also sitting here like, this is sacrilege. I can't do this forever. I can't do this forever. I feel, I feel you. It's one of those, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, because I gotta be honest, dude. I, I'm gonna be just brutally fucking straight and honest with everyone. The Xbox Series Series X controller is the greatest controller I have ever fucking used. This thing is perfect in every single way in which I want a fucking controller to be. The D-pad is fucking perfect. The buttons, the face buttons are fucking perfect. The the shoulder buttons and triggers are fucking perfect, and the sticks feel fucking great. So I'll play fucking anything on that controller, with the exception of if I play PS1 or PS2 games, I'll p- plug in my DualShock, or soon to be, hopefully, DualSense, please, because uh, it's such a fucking great build. Um, and then whenever I play GameCube games, I'll, I'll use a GameCube controller just because a lot of, a lot of, uh, GameCube games take advantage of the unique button layout. I think the problem that I have, cause, cause I've also been doing that thing that I do yeah. because I only do five things. I've, I'm actually replaying Death Stranding on very hard mode mm-hmm. cause I'm like, why not? That's where I'm at in life right now. Why the fuck not, right? Yeah. I got new games to play, but why not replay the same game that eats up so many hours of my life again? I, th- I don't want to get in on a tangent about this. What makes very hard mode in Death Stranding? What do they do to increase the difficulty of the game? Well, first of all, I just want to say that I played a little bit of it with an Xbox 360 or an Xbox One controller. Yeah. Right? So I, I hate the 360 controller. The longer I hold it in my hands, this I, I've I've started to use it more with my uh, because I recently got a J tagged 360, uh, and it's okay. But I need to get a new. I think I need to just get a new one because mine's worn out to shit. I've had it since the launch of my three or since I got my 360 in like 2009. Yeah, same here. Yeah, but I, I'm with you, dude. It just the D pad is like such a fucking crime. Uh, it's so criminal, especially since, especially, I mean, the great news is they got it right and they ha and they've gotten it right. And in fact, they fucking improved it, but just, oh, it's such a fucking blight. It's such a blight on what otherwise would be like pretty, a pretty good controller, like a pretty great controller. And then, so what I ended up discovering with Death Stranding though, is that the triggers are not sufficient for the game. They're just not. And I don't know why, but whenever I would try to aim, Sam would just start soft lobbing grenades for some reason the triggers just like didn't do what i wanted them to do they were either too soft or they read inputs too quickly so like when you try to do a hold it just registered a tap too fast it was weird but either way i switched to the to the dual shock and the other reason is that i'm so used to i'm so this is this is such a like stupid thing but i just think that the controller ended up being really sensitive because whenever i tried to rock bb I would, it was like, okay, use, use the stick, hold up, you know, press up gently to rock BB. Yeah. And so I would, I would press up slightly and Sam would start fucking throttling it like Barbara Bush (laughs) and, and, and fucking BB would just start crying. And, and I would be like, I miss being able to just rock the controller. And then the thing is the dual shock input or the, the, whatever it is, the six axis read on the PS4 controller is so sensitive on PC Whereas before I could kind of like bounce the controller, now I actually have to rock it very, very slowly, and yep. it's, it's kind of great. Uh, but very hard mode just like reduces the durability of everything. Oh, it makes okay. Sam tire out really, really, really fast. Oh, cool. Okay, that's pretty fun. 
That sounds yeah. really fun. So it's more it's a more tedious version of an already tedious game, and it's great. Dude, it's but like but that's what you want from that. From that's long, exactly what I want. Like that's what oh my you god, I'm want. constantly dude. My boots break every five fucking seconds. I, I'm like I'm carrying around PCCs because my battery for my exoskeleton is probably gonna die if I'm not smart and I don't just bring a PCC with me. And and I can't carry that many god container sprays. So I just gotta bring PCCs so I can throw a time fall shelter down whenever I might need God, it. God, I... Or otherwise, I'm, I'm traveling sometimes with all of my containers being completely ruined by time fall. And I'm like, dude, if I don't fucking sprint, then I'm gonna ruin the cargo inside of this. Like, it's great. It's great. And the best part is the it also makes premium deliveries harder. So it's like the premium delivery in... Death Stranding's normal and hard modes, and probably on easy mode, very easy as well, is that you could say, oh, you want this delivered in 45 minutes? I can do it in 20. And if you do it even faster than that, you would get an S-rank Legend of Legends. It's the equivalent of S+. Okay. But by default on playing very hard, the game will award you S-rank Legend of Legend of Legends. And I'm like, this is the kind of accomplishment that I seek in my day-to-day life. This is what I want to do with my fucking day, is is be a legend of legend of legends. legends. But, oh my god, I'm getting my shit kicked in in this game. It's great. I, I used to be able to just take on mule camps relatively easily. Like, you you get knocked unconscious in three hits. Yeah, that that sounds... Not 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 for a first playthrough. This does definitely not sound like a first not playthrough material. But yeah. it's great. It's it's good for a second playthrough. And definitely it, it feels it feels very PC because that level of intensity is the kind of thing that PC games can get away with. Yeah. I re- Because they they are selling games to to enthusiasts. Yeah. I feel I feel bad that I didn't stick with Death Stranding when I first started. I think I just got distracted by other games and shit going on at the time. But yeah. I, 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 like, that's a game, like, I really want to go back to. I should make, like, a, I should, you know what I should do? Man, maybe I might do this for next week's show. I'll create a list of, like, a dozen games or so of just, like, hey, I, like, really want to, like, do, play this to completion this year. And, like, make a point, like, make an effort out of, out of doing it. Make it, like, a priority. Because I think that could, I think that could be pretty fun. Like, actually get some shit, really. Because I don't really believe in the bucket list. I, I, I've considered putting one together, uh, or the video game bucket list. I've considered putting one together, but I just, like, I don't really fucking care. Or, like, backlog. I, I'm, like, I, I have, like, no real backlog. Um, or not, like, a recorded one. But it might be nice to just pick, like, a f- cho- f- choice view um, that, like, I really should play. Um, Speaking of which, we'd like to share our sponsor. Sir, sh- Skillshare. Skillshare. Use yeah, use coupon code Crackhouse to save ten percent off. Dude, what what company? What company out there would be fucking brave enough to use the, the coupon code <laughs> to, Crackhouse to saddle their name on Crackhouse? To, to use promo code Crackhore <laughs> to get ten percent off. I th- I think one there's one company out there I know would probably let us do would let us would let us have a coupon code Crackhouse. What do you think it is? I don't know. I think Hims maybe might let us do coupon code Crackhouse. Um, me underwears like me undies. I don't think no. Nah, me undies. Would oh not. me undies. Yeah, they yeah. would not be fucking Sorry. with that, dude. You know I, what? You know what sponsor I would I would actually fucking kill a man for? 
I a purple mattress. Dude, I would fucking sell the fuck out for purple mattress. I want one of those so fucking bad. I think the worst, like, shill is Blue Apron. Blue Apron is, like, objectively shit. Because you have to cook the fucking food. <laughs> and it's too expensive. Like, the, the, the one thing I learned is that restaurant-quality food is great because you can fire and forget. You order, someone else does the work for you. Yeah. And then you eat it, and you complain. <laughs> but in the case of, of like buying food at a restaurant it's like shit this is 70 fucking dollars like what yeah. the fuck i mean it, it, i don't know that's an exaggeration meanwhile i i make my own vodka sauce and like shallots are 69 cents tomato yeah. paste is 59 cents a bottle of vodka depending on how cheap for cooking is 10 dollars, and you use two tablespoons of it so it lasts like fucking 30 sauces yeah and and like it's so bullshit too because you have you have and then you have because you have like other similar brands like hello fresh which just send you pre-made meals which by the way apparently i've heard are genuinely fucking pretty great not from like not sponsored reviews um of the product so it's like yeah actually it's pretty fucking good make sure to use promo code Code crack crack hype Yeah, Blue Apron is is just, it's a cop-out. If Blue Apron was going to pay me $10,000 to have a promo code on Crackhouse, I would tell them, use promo code CRACKPIPE for 10% off of your next Blue Apron order. Because $10,000 is a lot. Yeah, fuck a lot of course, money. dude. I'm not, I would never fucking turn that shit down. No, fuck no. But if they only gave us like 100, I would say no. Yeah. One of these, yeah, yeah, here, let me let me ask you something, Miles. Let me ask you something, because this is something I've seen pop up more and more recently, and and I want to know if you personally feel like this is acceptable or this is like kind of fucking sus. And it's mixed race couples, n- which is great. I'm glad you brought this up because I've seen a lot of it too recently, <laughs> and I just want to say that I do not support it whatsoever. No. We can't. We can't have more miles. <laughs> we can't have more mileses in the world. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm. I'm a. Eug- I. I am living eugenics. I'm. I'm. Li- I'm a living eugenics argument. We can't let the races mix, or else we get miles. Miles. <laughs> it just when you when you say it like that, it, it's like. Miles does like the name Miles does kind of sound like the name of like a fucking Kramer esque type character. <laughs> like you know does, what I'm saying? It? Like those kind of characters that like have like oh man, it's the one character in the cast that has like kind of a bit of a like a quirky or or not as uh, traditional not, not 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 as traditional name is not the right word, but not as common. Oh um, yeah, as say your traditional fucking Steve's, Johns, Joes, and yeah, you have you have Max, Mike's. you have you know yeah Mike, Josh, yeah or like whatever. Dwight, and right? Then, like Dwight yeah, from Dwight. the Office is yeah. an example of this. Dwight or um like De- there, there's like Mac and Dennis from Always Sunny, yeah, and then you have like D. They all have kind of weird names, I guess. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that's a good point. You always have like the the guy with the weird name, yeah. Which is me, I guess. I'm the guy with the weird name. Uh, but but anyways, what what I was going to ask was, how do you feel 
in 2021 when you see someone sponsored by NordVPN? Because I think of all the brands, including fucking Raid, by the way, NordVPN is, like, so fucking sus. Because need I remind everyone, they got fucking hacked. <laughs> and they're a VPN company. It's, like, the one thing there's they can't do. And, like, of all the other... And there's so many other VPN providers out there. There's fucking Surf, Surf, Surfshark. There's Expressway. Why why sponsor Nord? Why sponsor fucking Nord? The answer, Sam, is green. Get some green. It is. Nord. But, like, at that point, just sponsor fucking Raid. Because Raid's going to pay you more. I know Raid's going to pay more. I think that it's it's a certain brand, too. I think people who sponsor NordVPN do it because their clientele is more likely to check it out. Like, JonTron has no reason to do a, to do a NordVPN sponsorship. Of course. Sponsorship. I, I agree, but yeah. when you have someone like Rainbot, who does true crime and murder mysteries and stuff, NordVPN kind of is in her audience's wheelhouse. Oh, okay, I do a lot of sus, like website diving i go on tour i go on the dark web yeah maybe i should get a vpn yeah um, i don't think the vpn helps with the dark web really that's what the dark web that's what tour is for it's a vpn that you that you have all the time but i mean i guess i don't i don't really understand the science behind it but i i it's sort of a it, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like well they are offering me money and it's kind of on brand sure I will shill NordVPN. Yeah, I just that said, wish. I think I, if you do I, it, I, you're I just, a fucking sociopath. I just wish. I just wish. Like you could, you could sponsor like any of the other VPNs out there. Well, but they're probably not. They're probably not offering. I I imagine that when people do sponsorships, it's ones that like YouTube is like, hey, these guys are interested in your content. Would but you no, no, you, no. YouTube is not facilitating any of this. YouTube is not facilitating oh, okay. any, uh, any any of this, dude. Do you think YouTube gives a shit? God no. Um, no, I, I thought I figured it was like an algorithm of some kind. Oh Here no, are some sponsors. Oh no, so no, so basically the reason why everybody sees the same like two dozen companies is because those are the two dozen companies who are reaching out to all these influencers because and YouTubers because they see it as fucking pretty cheap advertisement. Uh, in regards to the audience and the power of influencers is that they fucking influence people. And chances are them spending money with, you know, uh, the fucking uh, chick you brought up is pro and how big's her audience? Like how many views do her videos get? She has 1.29 million subscribers. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sure they're cutting fucking hefty deals with her because her audience is probably like there's going to be a pretty – notable sector of her audience that's gonna go hop on this that no amount of like webs banner ads whatever fucking do uh um, I, I do think it's funny though because all of these ads eventually become memes i was thinking yeah. about this the the final fantasy 14 copy pasta is already a meme even though that is the sweetest fucking deal i've ever heard where it's like hey 
You can fucking try a Realm Reborn and Heaven's Ward and get to level six. Oh like, fuck! Sweet deal, dude. Sweet deal. Ho hold on, real. I'm I'm sorry. I don't want to derail, but like, let's hit a hard pause on this because this is something I was literally thinking about in the car today. This is a Bringing... real awkward pause, Sam. It re it really fucking. Which, is. by the way, reminds me of our sponsor. Awkward, awkward pause. pause. Now airing every other Monday at 10 p.m. Pacific, I think. Uh, they I should have given us a script for when we sponsored them. Yeah, they're but great. But that's fine. They're great. Uh, it's a good show. All they do is podcast with viewing angles. Now, nobody will get this joke. Oh, my God. Anyways, it's funny you bring up fucking Final Fantasy You will 14. if you listen to Awkward Pause. Final Fantasy fourteen is something I was thinking about in the car ride home today from Taco Bell after I got off my shift at the pizza delivery job. And it, I was thinking to myself, I was like, Miles, when the fuck are we going to get into an MMO? And yeah, what M and what MMO should we get into? Now, I think well, there are two clear choices. Fantasy Star Online 2 and Final Fantasy 14. A Realm Reborn. What's ironic is I was going to say the exact same one. So great. we're on the same page. Okay, great. Literally the only thing we have to do is sign up yeah, and pay the money. So here's the deal. So here's the deal. PSO2 is just straight up fucking free. It, no, no monthly. There's no monthly sub. Nothing like that. There is a premium. There, there is a premium, like, pack or whatever. That's like I think seven or eight bucks a month, and it's worth it if you're dedicated to the game. But like, they give you fucking three free fucking characters, and if you want to get another character, it's five dollars. It's, like, so fuck and, like, everything is very, like, very cheap, very affordable MMO. And I played about, like, 18 hours of it. It's pretty fucking fun, too. It's also the official MMO of Hatsune Miku. Oh, fuck. Okay, great. And it's also, like, which the is, most... like, actually true. Yeah, which is fucking sick, because, yeah, it's fucking Sega. Shout out. That, that cross, that cross-brand shit. There's a, there's a section, there's a section in PSO2 that plays the Station Square music. Uh, from Sonic Adventure, which is awesome. That game is fucking cool. That game is so fucking cool. What, Sonic Adventure or PSO2? Both. Um, <laughs> but yeah, PSO2's badass. It's it's pretty it's pretty fun. I had a good time with that game. Uh, for the for the short for like the twenty hours I put into it. But Final Fantasy fourteen: A Realm Reborn apparently is like the greatest video game ever made. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, ev everyone I know adores the game. I've never met anyone who doesn't like FF fourteen, which says a lot. Yeah, same, same. Um, so it's like, uh, it's like, fuck, man. Now, what we could do is we could get into Final Fantasy 14 and then wait until Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis comes out later this year, which from my understanding of what New Genesis is, it's basically Fantasy Star Online 3. Without being called Fantasy Star Online 3, so as to not have to, or, like, sunset Fantasy Star Online 2, which is in, like, pretty great shape. So, it's just, so, like, Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis is kind of its own thing. So, we could get into 14, and then, once that comes out, we can jump in and start fucking, fucking around and playing that. That sounds great. I can't wait to flake on these plans. Yeah, me same, bro. <laughs> Fucking same. <laughs>
I just I'm such a flake, dude. I'm such a fucking. But like, flake. dude, like, wouldn't wouldn't it be fun? Like, wouldn't it be fun if like like two like one or two nights a week, like we hop on fucking comms, like back in the good old days. And fucking boot up fantasy Final Fantasy fourteen around reborn with our free demo characters as we grind our way up to the end of Heavenly Sword. Um Heaven's Ward. Heaven's Ward, excuse me. Heavenly Sword is a PS3 um exclusive video game. By Ninja Theory. Yes. Um, who is now owned by Microsoft. Fun good. Fun uh, you fact. know what? I need to play I need to play Hellblade. Seems like a good game. Uh, yeah, same, same. Also, Miles, let me real quick. Let me ask you a question. Speaking of, speaking of Heavenly Sword, Heavenly Sword, infamous, Uncharted, Drake's Deception. What looks the most like a PS3 game? <laughs> I'm gonna say I don't remember what any of them look like. Because... I remember Infamous looking pretty mediocre overall. Yeah, it's 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 got like these very so, so like let me let me explain where I'm coming from. So I I, oh, watched... I never played Drake's Deception on PS3, only on PS4, so I would not know. Oh, okay. So the reason I bring this up is because I was watch I saw like a, a couple of minutes of gameplay of Heavenly Sword today, um, just just from like a happenstance in a video, and I'm watching the footage and I'm like, motherfucker, this is the most PS3 ass looking PS3 game. Because all the textures were super fucking shiny. Like, everyone was glistening. Like, they just got, like, fucking oiled. Like, everyone looks oiled as fuck. Um, like, they're about to be in the greatest fucking bang bros porno of your life. And and it's just... And I'm like, oh, it, like... And I and it, the... It, the footage is in like the most it is in like this great muddy 720p and i'm like ooh dude this looks like this this is ooh. ps3 right here this is ps3 the 7th gen dude I, the 7th gen sucks so much fucking fat dick dude but i disagree there's a charm to i no, fucking fuck disagree you. dude i think the 7th gen gets a bad rap for being really fucking shitty at the end because it is but like Dude, it was also shitty at the beginning. No, but like, the, dude, there's so much fucking cool, interesting fucking shit out there that like came oh, out during this fucking in time. the middle of the seventh gen. Yeah, from like 2000 fucking from like I think in my opinion from like 2007 to like 2011, you you got some fucking bangers, dude. On the I will say 2008 to 2010. No, dude, you have to include 2011. 2011. What the fuck came out in? Tw- oh, well, Dark Souls. Dark yeah, Souls, yeah. Arkham, fucking city. Fucking. I didn't play that shit. Fucking Skyrim. I didn't play that shit. I fuck Skyrim. Skyrim sucks. But you need, but like, you need to at least appreciate like that. Skyrim is a well beloved game, loved by I many don't people. because there are. I don't. I be, here's why it's beloved because it came to console. It came to con- that's the only reason people like it. But like. People, but like Oblivion also came to console, and people also really like Oblivion. Yeah, because it was on console. Yeah, but everyone who plays the franchise seems to agree Morrowind is the best, which is kind of the point. And they they think Oblivion is okay, and they think Skyrim is a fucking travesty. Yeah, but like people still like Skyrim. Like a lot of people, people like Majora's Mask, Sam. Yeah, I mean, admit Majora's Mask is a great game. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
like, like by that metric. Okay, okay, but okay, yeah, all right. Ignoring fucking El- Skyrim, you also have fucking Portal Two, which is a fucking masterpiece. Good yeah, game. I yeah, forgot that was 2011. Yeah, fucking L.A. Noir, which I fucking love and think is brilliant. Uh, not for me. Oh, Catherine dude. came out in 2011. I'll grant you that. Catherine came out in fucking 2011. Deus Ex Human Revolution came out in 2011. Motherfucking oh, Minecraft. did it? Yes. Motherfucking I Minecraft. I Minecraft came out of beta in 2011. Bastion came out. Well, that out. doesn't count. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. Counter or don't. Mortal Kombat 9, a fucking reboot everybody loves, fucking came out in Very 2011. True. Sonic Generations, my favorite fucking 3D Sonic game, came out in 2011. Sam, I'm going to be real with you for a sec. I actually don't like Generations almost that much, really. Like, why? I don't know. I just... I, I, I think I just... I think I don't like 2D Sonic, and there's too much. I just don't like 2D Sonic. I hate how he controls. He sucks. He's lame. I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> These are not arguments. I like... I just don't... And it's half the game! I no, It's I, half the game! That's... I mean, like, that. that's that's fair. If, if you don't vibe with Classic Sonic, like, that that definitely is, like... That definitely sucks. Um, and is, un, is, is unfortunate. I, I think, like, Sonic... Classic Sonic in the game has a lot of charm for the fact that the spin dash is the most fucking insane ability in his entire arsenal in the history of the fucking series including the fucking boost because at the cost of stop standing still for 0.25 seconds you get the burst of speed like you you fuck this sound barrier you're going at the speed of light um you off screen immediately you go so fucking fast uh, and you can get so much incredible air. I think, like, the spin dash, like, totally, totally fucking uh, makes Classic Sonic, like, really fun in that game. And kind of forgives, like, the fact that he doesn't have, like, Classic Sonic physics. Which, I agree. I'd rather play fucking Sonic Mania where the, the physics are like that. But, oh, fuck. The spin dash is so fucking good in Generations. That's why I like the, I mean, the Classic Sonic. I, I like that. Unleashed solely because of the boost in that game, so I, we're all allowed that opinion. Yeah. Like, we're all allowed that one opinion where it's just like, yeah, but there's this one element that's the coolest thing ever, and I don't care about anything else. Yeah. I just, like, I mean, here's the deal. Like, what when I replay Sonic Generations, I, like, thoroughly enjoy playing the Classic stages. I like the Act 2 stages way more, and I replay those stages way more just because i have i i just think it's more fun to go down it is more it, for me personally it is more rewarding to explore branching paths in a 3d environment as opposed to a 2d environment because in a 2d environment it's really hard for me to keep track of where everything is especially on maps as big as sonics need to be so like, that's why I just don't really enjoy replaying those levels as much. Although when I do boot them up, they are fucking fun. Uh, and I enjoy getting, like, the going after, like, the red rings and, and doing all that stuff. I think that game is is great, like, Act 2-wise. But I just, Act 1 makes me want to fall asleep. Yeah. I, I want to, Act 1 makes me want to take a nap, dude. <laughs> Yeah, they're... And I like Death Stranding, the boringest game ever made. Yep, <laughs> it is. It's isn't it weird how things are always more boring when they're supposed to be fun and they're not. Like, isn't that weird to you? Yeah, it's like well, like the reason fucking Death Stranding is fun is because like, like 
that's what you do in Death Stranding. You walk around, but like the game implements mechanics and and tweaks in small little things that makes walking around mentally engaging. That's why that game works is because walking around requires like this this base, just this little, just this little bit above the line of minimal floor execution that like most regular games have because they rely on other mechanics for for challenge like guns and shit guns and melee or whatever we're we're in fucking death stranding it's about fucking walking so the game has a bunch of different mechanics like your balance and like how fast you're walking the different variety of fucking sprints and catching yourself and all this shit that makes that game what how it be terrain differences and checking the terrain all that shit that's engaging like that is mentally that mentally gets you into the experience that's why like people walk away from that game being like yeah that game's fucking sick because it gets it gets you involved i hate nothing nothing sucks more than when i'm playing a game and i just like my brain if i'm playing it but like my brain is not like focused on it in any meaningful way it's like that sucks that's like not engaging at all it's weird how we can have these preconceived ideas of things that are supposed to be fun, and then they, we could just not care. We just not give a shit. Like, like Sonic Day One state or Act One fucking Sonic Unleashed brain. Sonic Act One stages are like fucking music's great, and these sound effects are really punchy. And Sonic revs up, and it's great sound effects. And you got up and down and all around and shit like yeah. that. Like great. Great, great music, and I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, can I please get in, can I please get a Z-axis? Can I please? Can you please give me a Z-axis? I will, I will, I will get on my knees and, you, and Dude, and you just, you, I think you just need to play Sonic Roboblast 2, is I think what you need to play. <laughs> play the fucking- I will, I'll get Sonic Roboblast 2. You know what this is, right? I do. <laughs> okay. I do. Okay. <laughs> If you want your fucking <laughs> Z-axis, there you fucking but go, I want a bitch. Z-axis. You fucking bitch. You know what has bitch. a Z-axis? You know, you know what has a Z-axis? Sonic, uh, the fighters. And that game is fucking sick. Yeah, that's why not? Uh, why I'll, not right? I'll, dude. All right, so I'll, I'll spoil for for those for those of you out there who follow my gaming channel, Turnstile, with friend of the show, Tom's Second Look. Uh, first of all, thank you. I appreciate the support. And second of all, one of the videos I have in like the pipeline for the next like month and a half or two months is an actual review of Sonic the Fighters. Actually, like taking a look at that game and breaking it down as like a real ass fighting game, <laughs> and seeing seeing if it holds water, seeing if it's any fucking good. <laughs> you know what kind of sucks is when is when things are memed and people forget that they're good. Yeah, can I uh, can I fucking bring up a perfect example of that right fucking now? Please. I'd love to hear it. Banjo-Kazooie, dude. I think Banjo-Kazooie has kind of fallen into this, where the... the, the, I I feel like the characters at this point are, like, so much more well-revered than the actual game. And take it from a guy who's fucking playing the fucking game right now, this shit is fucking incredible. This shit is way better than I remember, and I really fucking liked it growing up. And that's just the best feeling. That's just the best feeling when you come back to something you remember being good, and you're like, actually, this is this is great. This is way better. 
that I remember. Like, that's fucking banjo right there. It's so fucking memorable. Holy shit. I want to do that with a game, and I, it's it means I'm going to have to wrestle with the PS2 emulator, which I don't want to do because PS2 emulators No, 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 no. Dude, dude, dude. P- PCXX2 has gotten way better. It's gotten okay, way good. better. Just r- run the latest dev dev uh, version, uh, and you'll be fine. Anyways, but I, I want to do this with, with a game that I played in childhood called Radiata Stories, which I remember oh, being yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah, and I want to replay it and see if uh, that's true. But... I, the, the example I was thinking of, and, and this is, it almost feels like I'm going to get made fun of, even though I'm not, but this is how far that this meme has fallen. Okay. Okay. Shrek. Shrek is a genuinely great film. Yeah, I rewatched. Genuinely great. I rewatched um, Shrek 1 uh, a few months ago, uh, and yeah, I agree, dude. Games, uh, movie's pretty good. <laughs> the game. Yeah, the game's real Yeah, good. dude, Shrek Extra Large. That game is iconic as fuck. He, d- you could do some crazy tech in that game, bro. You can do some crazy Shrek tech. I'm sure. Dude, Watch this motherfucking Shrek, speed run. Shrek and Wario are kind of on that same wavelength. Yeah, though. they really are. Very similar type of character. I could, I could picture Shrek Land 4 where he has all the same moves as Wario. Yeah. Well, if you well in Shrek Extra Large, he beats the shit out of fucking enemies. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, so does Wario. Yeah, and, Shre- and Shrek Super Slam is a great game. That game is fun as fuck. That game is. But like the the first Shrek film, I remember like it got added to the the American Film Library, and everyone was like, "Whoa, isn't that wacky and silly that they added Shrek?" And I'm like, "No, it's because it's a significant good film that changed animation forever." Yeah, it's awesome, and the best part is Shrek Two's even fucking better. Shrek Two is fantastic, and and people don't meme on Shrek Two. They yeah, don't people, have a problem with Shrek. Yeah, 2. people don't they meme, just on, meme Shrek on Shrek One. Yeah. It's like weird. I yeah, and you know, what? I really don't know what it. I don't really know what it is. I really don't know what it is. I mean, maybe maybe it's that like people have like, I, it's weird because here's the deal. Like when I grew up, I grew up on both Shrek and Shrek Two. Like I fucking love those movies, uh, and I remember and like I grew up with both of them. Like that's how I like yeah, remember me too. the series. Um. So like, I don't, I don't fucking like. I, I don't know what the what would be the big divide. I don't know if it's it's. More I, I genuinely think it's that Shrek One has become a meme, and yeah. Shrek Two has not become a meme. Yep. And therefore, everyone is like Shrek. How silly! Even though that movie's a fucking fire. It's and really, hilarious. It's really fucking funny. It's really so. Funny. It's just funny when people were like, "Oh, Shrek got added to the National Library of Film." Like that's silly. It's like no. No, it deserves to fucking be there. It changed animation forever in the United States. Yeah. It was hilarious. It's like, I don't know. Like, I just think Shrek is love, Shrek is life kind of ruined Shrek forever. A little bit, yeah. But, like, it, 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 it is impressive, though, in a sense. The fucking pure staying power of Shrek in meme culture. Because, like, for oh, the rest... Yeah, because I learned about... Shrek is love, Shrek is life from one of my old buddies, Cal, in high school, um, who was a fucking Zoomer-ass motherfucker, showed the short to me. He also introduced me to uh, Filthy Frank. Love that guy. Um, and, like, that was fucking six years ago. And think about all the memes from then and from from then and, and the year after and the year after that and after that. All of all of them will crumble eventually, but fucking Shrek is still fucking here. 
And I think it's because the source material is great. I think that's probably yeah, why. I think it's because Shrek is good and people rewatch it. Like honestly, I feel the same way about SpongeBob. I feel the like, same way about Rugrats in Paris. Yeah, but like Rugrats in Paris is like not fucking memed in the slightest. No, no one remembers it, but it should be. Actually, there's not a, there's not a lot of good memes in Rugrats in Paris. Genuinely, yeah. But like, like SpongeBob movie has great memes. Yeah, I think SpongeBob is another uh, example of like. I think the reason it has its its staying power as like a meme works is because like the the source is like really good. It's like it's substitute substantive, um, substantive, substantive. Thank you. Well, it's it's like it's like you remember the Polar Express meme with like the kid. Oh, fu- the which kid. was fucking awesome, by the way. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I love that meme, but it vanished. And yeah. I think about it, and I'm and I'm like, that one didn't deserve to go. That one did not deserve to go. It's, it's but it did because no one actually likes the Polar Express. Yeah, th- exactly right. Because that movie's lame. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. It's a bad film. It's like if if it was good, we would see that more. Or like Scary Godmother, like Scary Godmother gets uh, memed dude, on a I lot. Don't, I don't want to fucking shit on Scary Godmother though. I don't want to fucking. Well, but that's the thing. Like Scary Godmother gets memed on because people like it. Yeah, they and, rewatch it constantly. Yeah, and like, dude, like that is like a Halloween. Both of them, dude. Both both that and the fucking sequel are like. I always prefer the sequel. I think the sequel is like a way more interesting story than the. the oh, absolutely! Because the first one, the first one is is little girl meets her scary godmother, fucks around with monsters for forty five minutes. I genuinely think a scary godmother. I'm. This is gonna sound crazy. I think scary godmother might have been a pilot. You think? You think so? I. It's dude. It's I too. It's too soaked in Halloween. It's too soaked in Halloween. I think to work as a TV show. Yes, but I I think I think that it might have been a pilot secretly. Yeah, where me- where the idea is it would be taking place on different Halloweens. I don't know, but like my pilot senses go off. That said, it's possible it was converted into a film. It is possible. Yeah, that I mean that that might be true. I I I mean I haven't done any research, and I'm sure there's probably information out there. That's always been a really interesting movie. It's like one of those. It's like it's one. It's like those two movies are in the collection of like the Cartoon Network like movie cinematic Criterion collection. Like you know what I'm it's, saying? It's that it, yeah, it's, that it's, all of the other range. Yes, thank you. Uh, Iron Giant is a is Iron probably Giant. the king of of the 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 Cartoon Network Criterion. It's collection. it's the best of the movies they kept running. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and like, oh, man, I'm trying to what? the Ed Ed Nettie film. Oh yeah, but but like no, I, I, that's that's different. Because to oh, me, you're talking about films that they like aired that were not IP based. Yeah, that are that were not like IP based or that were like yeah films they like frequently aired on Cartoon Network when we were growing up, either either for seasonal shit or um uh like they were playing specials or movies or whatever. But like they didn't like either directly produce it or you you understand what I'm saying? Like I don't think that Cartoon yeah, Network. Yeah, I know produced... all of the other reindeer was I think a Fox production. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that's by the way, Matt Groening. That uh, the pretty movie, by the way. That movie kind of holds. I like. Up I like that film. Very, very that's pleasant to the eyes. I remember that uh, very cute film. Uh, yeah, I like that film. Yeah, I hated it as a child because it starred a girl. <laughs> I. <laughs> if you want to be a true crackhead. Oh well, no, we're sure we're done. That. We're done. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, we're, it's we're, over. Why the fuck not? Damn, we we didn't even hit an hour thirty. Shit. 
No, that's a joke. I, I we don't have to. We don't have to end it. Because I was gonna say, hold, hold on. Let me let me look up Cartoon Network movies. Because I I wanna remember. I want like I need my memory be giant. Because I know like a lot of the time like they would play a lot of like Scooby Doo. Um, straight to DVD films, like they would play. Yeah, uh, they did that a lot. Yeah, they played a lot of the VHS ones all the time, which I fucking love. Those movies are so fucking good, dude. Oh my god, Shrek was part of that canon too. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I'd say I'd say they 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 aired a lot of they aired a lot of Shrek. Um, I think it aired more on Nickelodeon though, if I recall. Oh really? Yeah, well, because Universal had a deal with Nickelodeon. Yeah, that's that is right. That is right. Um. I, I would like damn I would like to see if I could like list of movies that aired on Cartoon Network. This is, <laughs> like like that's it's such a fucking, not the Cartoon Network movies, just the yeah, list of movies that they show. List of point. movies that aired on Cartoon Network. Okay, um, okay, list of movies and specials that aired on Cartoon Network. Please be a okay, great. CN Flicks. Okay, so that was what they were. Because every it was like every Saturday. No, it wasn't definitely not Saturday. I think it was every Sunday night they would like air a film. So like here, here's what they've what they've played. Uh, Nineteen seventy three, Charlotte Webb, um, uh, Jetsons movie, Vampire Hunter D, um, a Charlie Brown movie, Bugs Bunny specials, Land Before Time. That's one of them. That's one yes. of them, Land Before Time. Which I never saw. I genuinely... They played a lot of Fievel. I remember this. They played Fievel a lot. Uh, yeah, American Tale. American Tale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's also right here on the list. Uh, they also... Oh, by the way, on, a couple more that are in this list. Uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, yes. Uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Fuck yes. Uh, and Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero. Fuck yes. Um, oh, the Dragon Ball Z movies. They did, yeah. I remember all of those. Uh, we're back at Dinosaur Story. Oh, <laughs> um, that's a great, that's a great pick. Great, fantastic pick. I think the funny part is a lot of these movies aren't actually good. Like, not a lot of them. I think most of the movies that you've listed so far are kind of bangers, but they probably like got a lot of movies that were like, I mean, I know this sucks. I hate this film, but it's cheap. Yeah, we're. I, I'm okay. I'm like kind of scrolling. I, I'm scrolling through just a like. There's a lot of. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, a lot of Dragon Ball 1999. Dude, this is an order. This is an order in which they aired the movie, uh, and aired the, the films and shit. This is fucking sick. Oh, that's crazy. This is fucking so cool. Um, let's see, uh, it, it's a list of movies and specials, so some s- stuff I think is a little, little different. Um, yeah, a lot, do tons of fucking, uh um uh looney tune stuff oh how can i fucking forget the fucking alvin and the chipmunk specials which uh, are not yes. very good um but alvin and the chipmunks is a weird american staple for some where reason we just never we just never we just no one likes them you know like i i have friends who are really big into the muppets like the muppets are really fun i have friends who are big into peanuts yeah people People don't actually like Alvin and the Chipmunks, yeah, but yeah, they can, keep bringing them back. Yeah, I, I want to know, like, because here's the deal. Like, I've seen the first two live-action movies. They're they're whatever movies. They're, like, four out of ten. Uh, like, I didn't want to die, so, like, it's fine. Um, But, yeah, you're right. I don't know a single person on the planet that likes Alvin and the Chipmunks. I, I like the—I guess I like the—I like Witch Doctor. 
Everyone likes Witch Doctor. Yeah, but, like, uh, dude, but here's the deal, like, their fucking interpretation of Witch Doctor is not the fucking version of Witch Doctor I'm familiar with. Um, no, no one is. It's the Rugrats movie one. I think so, maybe. I don't, I don't know what that one sounds like. Maybe it's the one I'm thinking of, but... I just, I, I know, I obviously I know the song. I just don't, I need to hear that version. But uh, also, also, the, okay, do you know what this is? Because one of the things listed is Blue Submarine Number 6. And then in parentheses, three-hour movie version. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> wait, what, what is this? Let's do a deep dive here. Yo, wait, hold on. Okay. Blue Submarine... Oh, it's anime. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anime Oh, it's alert. an OVA. Yeah, it's an anime. Fucking sweet. I'm gonna have to watch this. Yo. Oh, it's a fucking... This looks sick. Yo. Okay. Damn. Okay. No Cartoon Network. Fucking pop off. Pop off. Oh. Um, I'll have to watch this. Oh, it's on Crunchyroll, too. It's on oh. It's on my anime list. It's like... You watch it on Amazon. Fuck it. I'll have to watch this. That's pretty fucking good. Uh, Samurai Jack... Uh, like, pilot, like, what, what, what? Yeah, what's... the pilot was an hour long feature. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. Do, all right, you're you're a TV guy. What's the fucking term for that? When, when the first episode a of a pilot. series is twice as long as normal episodes. Still. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, if well, no, if, if it's not a pilot, like a pilot's like a test a lot of the time. Yeah, that's it. Could be named pilot, and they might air the pilot. I think if it's an hour long debut, I think it's literally like just called like a special or or like whatever, like a premiere special. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, let's see what else is fucking on here. Oh, Justice League movie. Uh, more Scooby Doo. Yeah, more Justice League. Oh, Batman Beyond: Return of the Motherfucking Joker, dude. That's a fantastic film. The way that he resolves the that that at the end of the movie is so good. Oh god. What dude that I, I rewatched that movie like not too long ago, like I'm like two two or three months ago. But that movie's incredible. Like every scene in that movie, dude, the fucking flashback is is like some of the like the most Kino fucking shit. Oh my god. And Batman Beyond is like just fucking great. Period. So like Batman Beyond's fucking dope. Yeah, shit's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, more Dragon Ball, fucking GI Joe. Oh, Pokemon movies, Pokemon movies. Um, yep, they did that. Oh, I got, I got two for you. I got fucking two for you that are definitely in the fucking uh the the Cartoon Network Criterion Collection. Osmosis Jones, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and the Bionicle movie. I never saw the Bionicle movie on TV, but I saw so much Osmosis Jones, and it and Osmosis Jones used to scare me. Now, like I genuinely used to be scared of Osmosis. Now, now Jones. real quick, because you said you've seen a lot of Osmosis Jones, are you sure you're you're referring to the movie specifically or the TV series that got the movie because it had live action sequences of Bill Murray? Oh yes, that are terrifying and awful. And yeah, I no, they're them. horrifying. I remember when he eats an egg, egg off, off the, the ground. ground at the zoo, and I'm like, what the fuck? This scares me. Yeah, this it's, scares it's, me. It's uncomfortable. Who made this film? I'm with you, dude, because I've caught – because for the record, people, that's how the movie opens is with Bill Murray, who is a fat slob and looks disgusting, and you can smell him from the TV – uh, drops a egg and picks it up the ground and just eats it whole. It's disgusting. Um, 
And that was, that was Bill Murray's like every movie that Bill Murray was in in the '90s. You could tell in his eyes he was contemplating suicide every day. It's so fucking terrible. It's so awful. Um, but. That movie scared me. I don't know what it was. I I think it was just because, like, Bill Murray, like, Bill Murray, his whole character arc is that he was having a mental breakdown and a a health crisis live on screen the whole film. Yeah. Now, here's a Cartoon Network produced one that I think might be okay to count, which is the Powerpuff Girls movie, because that was an actual theatrical release. It came out in 2005, yes. Yeah, I think that's, that's, uh, it came out in 2002, Damn, I remember seeing it in theaters and being lucid enough to see it in theaters. But okay, hmm. go off. I guess it was a memorable movie experience. Um, no, it wasn't. I just remember one scene and Roger Ebert hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so What a sad existence being a movie critic is. Where, like, you sometimes have to go and watch the Powerpuff Girls movie. Uh, uh, hold on. There's a movie here I don't recognize called Under the Black Flag. Apparently, I'm assuming it's a pirate movie, right? I, I maybe, um, I, man, nothing comes up when I type in under the black flag cartoon art. That's super weird. Um, also, yo, 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 shout out, mo fucking ants. Yeah, if you just search under the black flag movie, it's called the Abrafax under the black flag. It's a German film. Oh, that's weird. Why'd that fucking play? I don't know. Probably cheap. All these fucking movies were probably fucking cheap. Yeah, but, like, that doesn't fit Cartoon Network at all. Uh, I mean, it's a cartoon. Oh, wait, it's like, oh, it's a cartoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course it's a fucking cartoon. It's on Cartoon Network. Okay. Um, oh, how can I fucking forget this one? Dude, this, this one is in the collection for fucking sure. This aired all the fucking time. Uh, which is Kangaroo Jack Good Day USA. Oh, oh d- God, dude. My favorite fact about Kangaroo Jack, and I have a favorite fact about Kangaroo Jack. Please. Not. I mean, besides the production history of Kangaroo Jack, which everyone already knows, right? I yeah. assume you know about this? The, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know the, the, the most of it. I know the movie was fucking advertised to children with the fucking treat with a sequence that is is taken completely out of context. And the movie is not like that at all. It is. Yeah. Not it was fucking, an R-rated film. Yeah. Oh, it was they, initially? Yeah, that okay. the wine, it was called Down Under, and the Weinsteins, ruh row recut the whole film, I believe. I believe it was the Weinsteins, I'm 99% sure. That's but anyways, so my favorite fact about Kangaroo Jack is that at the 2002 or three, I believe 2003, Nick Choice Awards, it got the prestigious award called... <laughs> Best Fart, right? Best Fart, yes. <laughs> For the camel scene where camels fart and Anthony Anderson's like, "Ew!" That's the whole scene. Camels are farting, and it got the award. For Who, did, did Harvey? Fart. I hope Harvey Weinstein went up there and collected that the blimp. I hope he, he went up there and he collected the blimp. It got slimed. He got slimed, and then he said, "That's this is what my secretary looks like. like after I jizz on her fucking face." I'll be using this blimpy as a dildo. <laughs> but not on me. On one of my 18 mistresses. Ay, ay, ay. Harvey Weinstein is basically the director of the film. Because he recut it. <laughs> as an E-rated, or as an uh, PG-rated comedy that wins Best Fart. 
Oh, fucking A, dude. Fucking A. I'm scrolling through the rest of this list. Nothing really popping out to me that 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 is like, yup, that's in the fucking pantheon, dude. That's in the, the fucking, uh, that's in the criterion collection. <laughs> what about out of Jimmy's head? Dude, I, dude, I have like very like weird, vivid memories of like, like out of Jim, like, like being in certain places at certain times watching out of Jimmy's head. Like, I, I remember, like, I, I, I was at, like, a, a family, like, a family friend who, who I haven't seen in, like, God years. Um, and I was there. And it was one of those places, you know, when your fucking parents drag you, it's like, oh, yeah, come on. Like, we're going to go go over to our, our fucking friend's house. And, you know, they might have yes, a. And you just have to go there. Yeah, and you just have to fucking go. And, like, yeah, maybe, like, their friends, you know, they got, like, a shit kid or whatever that's maybe, like, somewhere around your age or maybe not even close. And you, you just kind of have to just be and deal with it for, like, a couple few hours before you can go home. Uh, and you yeah. just and you and you hope your fucking DS lasts the whole fucking time you're there, uh, and you can so just I don't fight. Have to talk to these shitty kids. Exactly. I I remember we were over the day out of Jimmy's head like premiered. Like it was a big deal when that movie came. I out. was at my friend's house too when it premiered. It was a whole thing. Yeah, it was a whole shebang. I I don't remember anything that happened in that movie besides I think the the heart the brain transplant happened because of a roller coaster accident. Although I don't, he gets hit by a. If I recall, he gets hit by a train. Like it's like it's 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 like the Disney train, right? Where it's like this kind of fun train that goes around the park. Oh, okay. He so he was at a. Train. Okay, he was at an amusement park. He was at like Wisley World or whatever it was called. Yeah, and then they had the guy's brain stored there because it's a fucking Disney knockoff, uh, and they had his fucking brain in captivity, and they performed brain surgery on him. first, <laughs> first ever successful what a, brain what a surgery. Fucking insane plot, and the best part is like they made a two be... season TV show out of it. But the thing is, it could have been like a great exploration of the consciousness if it was made in japan but it was made in america and so like they don't explain any of why jimmy is still jimmy but he <laughs> has these cartoons cartoon characters yeah i do i do remember the trailer for the two season show where i i it had a great joke where jimmy was doing a, a thing right he, like he was popular yeah and he was like oh let's do a talent show Let's, you know, let's go to the talent show and do a, a whole musical number. And, like, of course, they're Disney, so they're singing and dancing really well. And then they just cut to the audience. And then they cut back, and no one else can see the cartoon characters. So he's just on stage by himself dancing like a maniac. And I was like, that's that's funny. That's a good joke. Yeah. Now, there, so here's – okay. Sp speaking of Out of Jimmy's Head, what was the movie called? Because the movie was not called Out of Jimmy's Head, I don't think. Reanimated. 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 Yeah, that's it. That's it. This kid looks so punchable. <laughs> dude, dude, this is the most 2005-looking poster I've ever fucking seen. It's the most 2005-looking kid I've ever seen. I know, right? He Like, he looks... Dude, he looks like the third wolf brother. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He, he belongs in the Naked Brothers Band. I remember him looking older, too. Yeah, which is... I remember him looking Disney Channel age, he and instead dude, he's, like, a dude, baby. But, dude... He might look older in the TV series, though, because the TV series it takes seems place. Not. 
I, I just looked it up, and it seems like he looks the same. Okay, that's fucking weird. Um, uh, no, he, he looks kind of different, actually. He looks like I remember him being... Because it seems to have aired... Uh, it aired in... So, Reanimated aired in 2006. And this show aired in 2007. So, he kind of grew up. And then, oh, uh, it was... it was only affected by the 2000... It was the only sh- uh, network show to be affected by the 2007 writer's strike. That's awesome. That's great. I I love the intro... Or the, uh, the entry here. Cartoon Network did not acknowledge the series again until 2018. Yeah, which is fucking awesome. By the way, that... I, I caught that this crossover episode... Uh, it, I think it aired after um, it. I caught this crossover episode, the crossover Nexus, uh, the thing they're talking about. After I saw the rerun of the uh, Steven Universe movie, and I just was not prepared. I was just not not prepared, <laughs> dude. Dude, that was a back to back to back fucking banger. Because before the Steven Universe movie, I caught the se- the series finale of Gumball, which is eleven minutes of the most batshit insane television that left my jaw on the fucking floor when it was over. Um, the last episode of Gumball is so fucking great. It's so awesome. Um, and then the Steven Universe movie fucking rules. The movie's great. By the way, I totally enjoyed it without watching a lick of the fucking series. I like Spinel. Spinel's fucking dope. Yeah, she's she's super fun. And then after that, I watched the fucking crossover Nexus, and dude, there's so many fucking great cameos in that. Fucking Moxie has a cameo in the fucking crossover oh my Nexus. God, really? Dude, they pull out. They fucking pull out some big ones, uh, and it's so fucking cool. It's so cool. I wish Cartoon Network did more like crossover shit because all their like well that was the cool part about about cartoon network growing up was yeah. that all their characters existed in a universe together yeah yeah basically like they would be on screen with each other all the time yeah and like they're and, yeah and, and just like and even outside of like direct like like uh crossover episodes like there would be you know characters wherever that would just like like characters from like other shows would just appear for one-off jokes uh, in some of these shows, and it was aw- and it felt great to be like a fan of the channel because you got it, like you understood, uh, and it was yeah. really cool and special to see all your favorite Cartoon Network characters together. I love those fucking city bumpers from back then, where it was all the characters they would interact, and it would be like a new- like infinite amount of interactions between the fucking Rabbit Butler from fucking Fosters with like uh, fucking Double D, you know, having an interaction. Like that's interesting. You know, you know what? There are three cartoons that got the dick, and and um, no, only two really. No, three. There were three cartoons that got the dick, and only one of them I think deserved it. The other one was mediocre but n- enjoyable to some degree, and then the last one was good. And I don't know what the fuck happened to it. Well, ha- okay. So the one that the sucked was I Am Weasel. I Am Weasel sucked dick. That's a fucking shit show. Fucking trash garbage television. Oh, fuck this fuck guy. Fuck I Am Weasel. Oh, literally, the, yeah. I can't believe this aired. Yeah, I can't believe this. show was shit. Dude, this and fucking Cow... It has cow- the worst theme song ever. Dude, this and fucking Cow and Chicken, dude. This and fucking Oh, no, cow I hate Cow and Chicken. Oh, it's disgusting. I hate Cow and Chicken. It's so bad. It's so fucking terrible. What, what, what were the other two? 
Uh, Mike Lou and Og, which you don't remember. I know, I know, no, I, I, no, I fucking know exactly what you're fucking talking about, but I cannot recall a single episode or ever seeing it on TV. But I know it what is you're the talking most, about. It is the most mid television series of all time, but I have a soft spot for it because of how mid it is. You're it fucking feels weird. So quaint. It feels so quaint. It feels so quaint. We're like. It is the most average television friend fil- show thing ever made. But I love that. It's like a because... nothing. It's like a nothing show, dude. Yeah, but but it's great. It's great because it's a nothing show. Because here's the thing, Sam. I don't like things. <laughs> I don't dislike things. I love and I hate things. Fair I enough. Don't, I don't have I don't have middling emotions. So I see Mike Lou and Og. And it just, it balances me. I'm like, ah, yes, Mike Lewinog, something I have no passion for, but I still have an affinity toward. Fucking. Thank you, Mike Lewinog. Mike Lewinog holds me together, dude. Mike Lewinog is literally like the fucking rubber band in in my piston. Yeah, it's the glue that's holding my limbs together. If if Mike Lewin Og <laughs> leaves my brain for a second, my limbs will fall off and I'll just be a torso. Miles, what was the actually good show that you can't believe died? Evil Concarne. What? Damn, dude. Motherfucking Bill and Mandy. Billy and Mandy fucking killed it, dude. Billy and Mandy, I guess, yeah. was just I guess was just like better. Um, it was. Which I'm not making. I mean, I'm, not making the, I'm not st- making that statement. By the way, I didn't watch enough Billy Mandy or Evil Cut Carney to really make a judgment call on that. But I liked both like well enough. Um, yeah. Uh, Cow and but, Chicken is a heinous piece of shit, though. Yeah. Fuck Evil, Cow and Evil Chicken. Evil Cut Carney is like really fucking funny, dude. It, like, like the whole. I like Evil Cut Carney. Uh, the whole, the whole, like, um, the whole fucking plot conceit the whole the whole uh the whole story that's explained in the opening 30 seconds of the show is like the like funniest shit ever um it's great um god damn love fucking cartoon network so much i love it so much so much great like great stuff from that era um and then out of jimmy's head ruined it all yep really did set us down the the fucking downward spiral dude although i will say i will say this I'm, I'm, did you? Because here's the deal. I, I actually watched quite a few of the the live action. I, I dude, I fucking lived through CN real, dude. I was fucking drafted and in the fucking Vietnam War, bro. I was fucking the Vietnam War. The Vietnam War, dude. CN real war, bro. Fucking shit was brutal. It was rough out there. But you know what? I remember watching Unnatural History, which was like an hour-long program. Not that bad. Didn't think it was that bad. Always think about occasionally maybe booting up an episode, going back to it. Uh, And then I think, I'm like, dude, what if it sucks? (laughs) What if it sucks? What if it's terrible? Then Then I can't have good memories of it anymore, but. Yeah. I guess it was a, it was a drama, I suppose. Okay. It was, yeah, it was like a mystery. What I liked about it was it was a fucking mystery show, and I thought the mysteries were fucking fun and compelling. Um, the Wikipedia is great. The series is the second scripted live-action show on Cartoon Network after the failure of Out of Jimmy's Head. <laughs> yeah, dude, none of, they had, like, none of, I mean, of, of the four horsemen of the CN apocalypse. 
Um, out of Jimmy's head. Out of Jimmy's head. Fried uh, dynamite. <laughs> God damn it! I haven't heard that name in a decade, dude. I have not heard and that it's, name. It's in my head. Decade. Fried God. dynamite. And, and you know what? You know what makes you know what I'm so mad about, dude. That replaced is that Fried Dynamite's a good name. Is that Fried Dynamite replaced cart- Cartoon Cartoon Fucking Fridays, dude? Which I fu- dude, I fucking lived for Cartoon Cartoon Fridays, dude. I actually fucking lived for for Cartoon Cartoon Fridays to start. I think at like, I think it, wow, God, when would it start? Like set like six thirty, like six o'clock. I think it would start, uh, and they would just air like fucking tons of fucking cartoons. It was great. Aired a lot out of Atomic Betty. Remember that? Remember that show? I I thought Atomic Betty was hot as fuck. Dude, Atomic Betty looks like your kind of fucking fucking girl, dude. She does, dude. Atomic Betty is absolutely such a fucking Miles core waifu. Dude, how how much? I mean, I can't say that anymore because she's seven or whatever. I I was about to say. I I want it. I was about to say, how much fucking Rule 34 of Atomic Betty you think there is out there? I don't want to. I wanted to give. I don't want to go give down Atomic that road. Betty the Higgs particle, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> Growing up, the Higgs boson, dude. <laughs> the Higgs boson. I I wanted I wanted to to hedron collide with that ass. With that. <laughs> my God, dude. I'm hitting the fucking eject button on this fucking airship. No, no, no. We are gonna get into one more topic, Sam. We're getting into one more topic. Sure. Okay? Which was the Miles Core childhood waifus from Cartoon Network. Yeah. Okay. And you could probably guess them all. You could probably guess them all. But they were all like either the dumbest fucking girls on the planet. If a girl had no brain cells, I was like, fuck yes. It's and So here here's my issue. With trying okay. to uncover the waifus, like trying to like guess them, I don't really know what you watch on a Cartoon Network. I don't really know what you vibe with on CN, let alone like the characters. So, get, let, so let's just, get the I'll ball rolling. Let's get the ball rolling. Okay. List list like one or two of them off, and I might be able to guess some more based on those. I mean, obviously, we know XJ9, who is not a Cartoon Network character. Okay. That was an obvious one. Okay. Yeah, what, uh, yeah. The other one, which is not a Cartoon Network character, was Lore. <laughs> yeah, Lore's a fucking idiot, dude. Lore's so fucking stupid, dude. It's hot as shit. I love Lore. She's so... Lore's a fucking... <laughs> I love her. You don't see a lot of dumb female characters on TV. Like, like I mean, like not in, not in America. I mean, I mean, there's ditzy. There's a difference between like ditzy characters and like Lore's fucking stupid. Like Lore is the dumb one of the group. <laughs> the, in Japan, you see a lot more dumb girls, which is why Japanese yeah. media is superior. Because I love a nice fucking dumb moron. woman. I love a dumb ass woman. And again, not ditzy, not airhead. I need her. Fucking. <laughs> I need her. <laughs> I need this bitch to be so fucking stupid that she. W- I ask her that she will come up to me and say, Miles, what language do Italians speak? I need her to be that fucking stupid. I want her to walk up to me and be like, Miles, Miles what what's- animal is the Pink Panther? Miles, what's Al Gore's last name? 
Oh my god. It, I it, need that, dude. It, I need that. So, so okay, XJ9, who's like not dumb, but like is a robot. She's not dumb, but she's a bitch, which I also liked. I guess I don't know. Ironically enough, the uh, the polar opposite of dumb and a bitch was another one, which was Velma. Everyone oh, loves oh, Velma. Fuck yeah, Velma's fucking great, dude. Velma has such a dump truck ass, dude. Velma's Velma's out here like Hannah Baker, like like damn, bro. Give me give me those fucking double cheeked up fucking crack, bro. Let's go. Fucking more, yeah. more like a. More like 13 waist wide. <laughs> That's just a bad joke. <laughs> the quality. It just, I just keep seeing a bar go down. Like my fucking crypto, like my fucking Bitcoin, dude. Like my, like my $2,000 in BTC. Just the, the stock keeps going, it keeps going down and down and down in fucking value, dude. As we truck on, but all right, Velma. I, I like I liked Velma and Daphne growing up. I fucking love those two so much. They're great. Yeah. So Velma, who let me just say up front, Velma could sit on my fucking face. Okay. <laughs> I would invite Velma to sit on my fucking face. Great. Who? 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 I don't let. I don't. I, you know what? And and I'm, that's not my thing. But she could sit on my face because she's got a fucking fat ass. <laughs> all right. So Velma's one, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Um. Who else was there on on Cartoon Network? Because there was there was at least there's at least one other. We mentioned Atomic Betty, which was a deep cut. <laughs> is a it a cut. is it another deep cut? No, I don't think it was. I, I I know it was another Cartoon Network girl. Was there another girl on Cartoon Network with red hair? Oh, oh yeah, fucking Sam from Totally Spies. That she's fucking on my list. Never watched Totally Spies, unfortunately. Oh bummer. Yeah. Actually, fuck, dude. Sam, Alex, and Clover are all hot as. Dude. Oh, they're all super hot. Um, none of them could sit on my face like Velma, but Velma though, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying. I, I guess. I guess I. I guess I just like dumbasses who also have red hair. I guess that's like my thing. Oh, well, oh, what about uh fucking uh uh Frankie from uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? I did like Frankie, but I think she was too smart. Ah, I see. I see. Her IQ was too high for you. Her IQ know. was too high. I again, and I do, I don't like airheads. I want fucking morons. Uh oh, what about uh um Ami from Puffy Ami Yumi? Ooh, Ami could get it. Ami could fucking get it, dude. Yeah, dude. Ami could get it. Yeah, she's fucking great. She is great. Yeah, I mean, I I guess that was all of them. That was all the waifus. Right, what about this fucking Starfire? Starfire is kind of kind of dumb. No, I mean she she's foreign. Yeah, that's so she, that's she gets a fair. pass. She she gets a she pass really on being fucking stupid. Yeah, she doesn't really know about culture, but but she's I don't know. I never really <laughs> liked Starfire or Raven that much. I thought they were I mean cuz they were both women and like, you know, I I I got hit with the cootie stick pretty hard as a kid. I was yeah. definitely I was definitely a, I was I was Mr. Misogyny growing up. I was like, "Fuck, women can't be heroes." <laughs> Fuck this women on my fucking screen. Wait, what happened? What happened fucking ten minutes ago when we were when you were like, dude, Atomic Betty was fucking hot. Cause Atomic Betty was hot. And I think I was old enough to appreciate Atomic Betty by then. But 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 you should have been old enough to be able to appreciate fucking Teen Titans because I was I was watching. It was like two thousand two. It was like two thousand two or two thousand three. 
And I and I didn't like that the girl that the guys were not as cool as the girls. I was like, this shit sucks. This isn't how it's supposed to be. Bruh. What the fuck? Bruh. Women being cool. I prefer when they were fucking stupid. That's what I like. I, I I'm looking up Cartoon Network characters just to fucking try to try to see if I could pull pull any pull Google any... <laughs> hottest in cartoons. Don't actually Google that. I'm typing in bimbos on Cartoon Network. Okay, sure, sure. I do like a nice bimbo. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what? You know what? I got, I got a nice bimbo. I haven't seen in a while. I got, I got a good, I got some good bimbo energy from a television show recently. Great. Okay, I, I mentioned watching Shira, Princess of Power, and Adora is so fucking dumb. I love it. She is so fucking stupid it's great yeah i love bimbos man i love people with low iq dude give them to me dude i gotta keep a i gotta keep a fucking eye out now dude anytime i see a fucking show or watch an anime with a fucking idiot in it i'll have to let you know and i'll have to give you the recommendation dude please dude i'm craving idiots i mean obviously look satania is the dumbest character alive which means that she's the hottest yeah of course Oh no, but Aqua's fucking stupid too. Oh yeah. And Aqua is stupid and hot. hot. I think Aqua is the greatest waifu because she's a fucking moron and she's extremely hot. Yep. Pretty pretty much. Pretty much. Aqua is the fucking best, dude. A- Aqua is she like is. Aqua is my anime mistress, dude. Bro, I would I would fucking fill her head <laughs> with semen. I'd like to suck her H2O. <laughs> if you want to be a true crackhead. Get head, head on be sure down. to follow us on Migu's Crack House. That is. On that Twitter. Is. Sam, is there anything you want to shout out? Uh, Yeah. Michael Jackson didn't do it. Saitama, why you act like you retarded like little bitch i don't want drama i still hit when she says no don't understand what she don't want to a sword fighting with my penis like i'm in a fucking dojo all these bitches want me like my name was fucking jojo asian penis is too tiny like it was a no show bitch don't watch your coochie watch anime with the bros though my motherfucking bitch i might pull up give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss and man if you talk to shit tell ryuki on a list yeah your sister is my groupie she take this anime dick okay okay like little bitch i don't care if that fat ass is too deep score a bounty on that pussy you can call me spike lee putting out fire getting ice bitch i'm totoroki and if you got some shit to say then you can say it to me anime thoughts